police officer, EMS professional. You put your life on the line every day for others. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants, and you deserve better. We're often our own worst enemies, and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. Do more, be more, be ignited. Hey guys, my name is Ryan Rodriguez, and I am the founder and your host for the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. Thanks for listening and supporting the show. I really appreciate it. I know there's a lot of podcasts out there, so I appreciate you downloading and listening to this one. This podcast is one of my active efforts to help establish a true community of brotherhood among the ranks of firefighters and first responders. So I hope you find some solace in knowing that you're not alone, and there are others out there who are looking to build up their brothers instead of isolating them and tearing them down. Keep in mind, the principles we discuss on the show may or may not be directly related to the fire service, but they can absolutely be applied. So let's talk about today's episode. Uh, Today, I'm going to talk about how to focus on living in the moment and not being a slave to your worries of the past or the fears of your future. So let's get started. Gaining a sense of control. In efforts to keep control in your life, you first got to focus on that which you have control over. In regards to the past and the present, there's a lot of potential anxiety that could be eliminated just by focusing on the here and now. Gaining control over things that are currently going on will allow you to feel like you've owned the past and will have hands on the steering wheel for the future. So let's talk about both of these separately. First off, the past. Dwelling in the past can get you stuck from taking action in the present moment. And let's talk about how. Living in the past, focusing on the negative, will create an environment where negativity wins. And it inhibits you from making positive changes that you may need to make in your life. Uh, I recently read a quote that goes something like, "If uh, you, you can't start reading the next chapter in your life if you keep rereading the last one. And that's true. You're just not going to be able to move on and move forward, literally and figuratively, move forward if you're stuck focusing on negative parts of the past. But not all thoughts, not all memories are negative, right? So you can get stuck in the positive memory loops as well. When you continually relive the glory days, quote unquote, you you stifle your ability to do great things in the present. If you keep thinking about how you could throw a football over those mountains, (laughs) you stop yourself from making any forward progression. You're stuck in that positive feedback loop because that was, those were moments that made you feel good, but you're going to be missing out on future moments that could make you feel good or even better. You solidify the belief that your best days are behind you, making you feel like you've peaked and now you can't get any better than you were. But in all actuality, If that's what you believe, I mean, if you believe that you've peaked, then that'll be the truth. But if you believe that your best days are ahead of you, then that's your your truth. And the truth isn't subjective, but the truth is what you make it in, in according to how your life plays out. Henry Ford said, if you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. And I tell my kids this all the time, especially when they tell me, especially when they tell me I can't. Well, if you believe you can't, then you're right. 
I guess you're never going to do it. And then I kind of use that to push them forward. And they, saying it out loud, they, they, they hear kind of how stupid it sounds, um, that they're putting that limitation on themselves. And I'm trying to help remove that from them. So remove that limitation from your own lives, guys. If you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. And just own that and, and move forward. Either way, by continually focusing on your past, you blockade your progress for greater things. So moving on to talking about the future. Thinking about the future can affect you in a couple different ways. One, that your dreams are so lofty that they tend to get overwhelming and cause you not to take any action. And two, that fear of failure of the unknown will stop you in your tracks. Fear and, and a sense of overwhelming. So when you, del- or when you dwell on the dreams of what your future could be, it's easy to get lost in those lofty visions. It's easy to just think about, oh, how great it would be. But you, you have to take steps now to make that future manifest, right? You can't just sit on your butt and one day magic happens and you, you're living your dream. You have to work at it. It's a process. Just like when you work towards getting hired with the fire department. It's a process and it's hard work. You have to invest in yourself. You have to be conscious in your efforts. Otherwise, nothing's going to come to fruition. It's, it's good to have dreams for the future, but not to focus on them at the expense of the moment. Anxiety and fear can easily creep their way in, potentially creating a, a mental block due to fear. Fear in failing, fear in not being, quote, good enough. And I get it. It's scary to go into uncharted territory, but it's also very exciting, and it can be incredibly rewarding. And if you fail, you fail. Big deal. Take it as a learning experience and move on. Experiences and failure will only help to refine you and make you more resilient. However, if you don't take those lessons that, that failure has to teach you, you're just wasting your time. Um, now, keep in mind, I'm not all or nothing. I, I, I live in the gray. I'm not all or nothing. It's not black and white. We live in the gray, and that's how we have to operate. And let me take a little bit of a tangent here and talk about failure. little side note. Uh, I recently heard some people talking about how we should, quote, celebrate failure. I disagree with this statement big time. I don't think we should completely ignore our failures, but I don't think we should go to the opposite extreme and celebrate these failures. The motive behind this statement I read was that, uh, quote, failure is the only way you learn. And again, I disagree with this statement big time. I think a lot can be learned from failure, but I don't think it's the only way to learn. Otherwise, why would we have schools? Why would we have universities? Why would we have online courses? Why would we have programs that help teach you new things and help get you to think in new ways? There's a lot to be learned and experienced, yeah, but I also find incredible value in learning from the experiences of others. One of my favorite quotes, it's been said um, that a smart man learns from his mistakes, but a wise man learns from the mistakes of others. I've learned a lot of lessons by watching others make stupid choices and suffering the consequences of those choices, and it has guided me to be the person that I am today. Uh, However, the, the education that I received, I went to you know, I, I got my high school degree. I, I went on to community college. I went on to university. The education I received in school 
Um, and by going to college, taking courses like my paramedic program, for example, helped me to gain a great understanding of thought, modality, and how I can use those educational resources to make a decision and then act on that, act on that decision. People like to argue a lot whether experience is more valuable than education or if education is more valuable, you know, oh, well, a diploma is just a piece of paper. No, it's actually a little bit more than that. It's a, it's a certificate stating that you've met criteria and that you've gone through a gauntlet that, that you're able to understand, comprehend, and formulate strategies based on the education that you've received. It's not just some piece of paper. And I know a lot of people like to just diminish it, but it's more than that. Uh, I've personally been met with this within the fire service, uh, a complete disregard for education uh, of any kind, pretty much, unless it's like specifically related paramedic or whatnot. But when you think about it, isn't education experience in and of itself? I know it was for me. Let's move on and talk about to some solutions to these issues living in the past and fear of the future. So if you find yourself feeling stagnant but desire to make progress in your life, it's important to keep focused on the here and now and the actions you can make toward that progress. So here are some ways that I stay focused on living in the present that you may find helpful. First off, make a hot list. Now I talked about a hot list in an episode a few, while, uh, a few episodes back um, on productivity in your downtime. Uh, it helps you stay focused on, on the goals for the day and it helps you stay productive. So what is a hot list? Um, a hot list is a daily list of up to five things, up to five things, no more than five, up to five things that I need to get done that day, specifically that day. These things aren't routine. They're things that change daily. For example, if you exercise every day, then exercise shouldn't be on your hot list because it's already a habit for you. However, if you're making attempts to initiate exercise into your life as a habit, then yeah, this would be a perfect item to put on your hot list. I don't care who you are. There are five things that you can assign, your, assign to your hot list on a daily basis. Make a list every day and make it a priority to complete it every day. Number two, slow down. In the rush of the daily grind, we can't help but move fast and try to get things done in an expedient manner. I would recommend slowing down. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment you're in. It's like when you go to a concert and you see a bunch of people holding up their friggin' cell phones, watching a concert that they're, they've paid money for, probably good money for, to see this person live, and they're, they're holding up their phone watching that person through a screen instead of just being in the moment. Just be in the moment. Put down your stupid phone and be in the moment. This is, that's a perfect example of people not living in the moment. They're, they're wanting to relive it in the future. They're assigning their positive feedback loop um, for the future so they can go back and, and relive it. But they're kind of setting themselves up for failure. And I, I can go a little bit deeper in that. Um, because what they're doing is they're seeing that this is like, this is a peak in my life. And it may be. But enjoy it in the moment. Don't, don't diminish that moment by putting filters between you and that moment. Filters like your phone, a phone screen. Enjoy those moments. Relish in those moments that are happening now. Those positive moments. Make them count for something. 
do something like remember the way you know you felt in that moment remember the smells remember an experience you had with someone else in that moment that's what's important um from the moment you wake up do your best to take slow action in your routine you all i've talked about um establishing a routine in the mornings so do what you can to take slow action in that routine savor the things you're doing be purposeful um, be meaningful in your movements Savor the quietness and ritualistic feeling of the things you do to prepare yourself for the day ahead. This will set the tone for the rest of your day. Slowing down will give your mind the break from the noise and the busyness that the world tries to force upon you, trying to remove your control. Reclaim your control by slowing down. Now, this isn't extreme, guys. This isn't all or nothing. You know, I'm not telling you to be a sloth. I'm just saying, slow down a bit. Enjoy the moments. Be purposeful in, in living in those moments. Think about responding to a fire. So when we respond to a fire, if you're, you know, we have to get there within a certain amount of time. The goal is four minutes and then we have a lot of stuff going on. If your brain is all caught up in the rush of the adrenaline dump that you just had, you're more prone to make errors in judgment. You're, pro, you're more prone to make errors in judgment, uh, physical errors, mistakes. You're, you're not going to be paying attention to all the details and things that are going on around you. Your head's not going to be in the game. When we get on scene, what do we do? We take a minute and perform a size-up to observe what the situation is, formulate a strategy, make assignments to other units, and then we execute. Yeah, some of these tasks can go hand-in-hand hand while we're performing our size-up and whatnot, but we don't just run off the truck and just go, 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 go. We have to formulate a plan, think about what's going on, formulate a plan, and then execute that strategy. And that's how we're most effective on fires. And that, if we take that same modality to our lives, that's how we're going to be most effective in our daily lives. Number three, make time. As we go throughout the day, we tend to get wrapped up in all the menial tasks that require our attention. Whether these tasks are job-related or family-related, it doesn't matter. There's 24 usable hours in every day. How you use them is up to you. Keep in mind the average adult can't function properly without seven to nine hours of sleep within a 24-hour period, so you're going to have to get it somewhere. And I know as shift work sometimes, uh, working shift work doesn't, some, doesn't afford us the opportunity to get a full night's sleep in a straight shot. Sometimes. Sometimes it does. Depends on what station you work at. Um, so we have to make up for it at other times. Just like working out. If we set a certain time in our minds that we can only work out at 2 p.m., for example, and we get interrupted by a 911 call, how likely are you to get back to your workout once the incident's over? You've got to be flexible in getting the things accomplished that are important to you. You have to make the time. Make the time. Also, keep in mind that this is only approximately 35% of your time sleeping, guys. 35% of your time, which leaves you with 65% left to do whatever you want. I hear a lot of people make excuses and say things like, oh, I don't have time or I've got too many other things to do. Ultimately, how you spend your time is up to you. Everything that's filling your calendar is ultimately your choice. You just have to decide what's truly important to you. Last but not least, let's take a deep breath. Number four, breathe. It sounds easy enough, guys, especially since we don't even have to think about doing it. We just do it. But I challenge you to purposefully think about making time, at least one minute, to focus on taking slow, deep breaths in and out 
in a controlled manner and focusing consciously on that breathing. Set an app on your watch or your smartphone to do this daily. Uh, what I do is I take a minute and I do box breathing for a minute, at least, at least a minute I do this. Um, so the box breathing method is that you breathe in for a count of four seconds, you hold it in for four seconds, you breathe out for a count of four seconds, and then hold the exhale for four seconds. So this helps bring clarity to the, to the moment and a conscious effort to slowing your heart rate. But if you do this every day, this box breathing for at least a minute, you're going to feel better. Uh, I can testify to that. I feel better. I feel like I've, if I need a moment of clarity, if I need to um, just kind of reset or adjust my, adjust my emotions for the moment, I take deep breaths and I reset. I mentally reset. Take these opportunities to gain control and then move forward with purpose. All right, let's review what we've gone over today. So the, the four things that we just went over that I uh, talked about, I consciously make an effort to do every day, every day. Number one, make a hot list. Number two, slow down. Number three, make time. Put things on your calendar. Block out time so it doesn't escape you. Number four, breathe. These things help me to live here and now instead of dwelling on mistakes or should-haves from the past. It also helps me not to feel overwhelmed with things that might be coming down the pike in the future. It's good to plan for the future and work toward your dreams. It really is. Work toward those goals. That's the whole, it's the whole point, right? It's the whole purpose. It's to work toward something. It's to add meaning to something. It's to have that fulfillment. But it doesn't do you any good to lose what's happening in the now. The events actively happening in your life are purposeful. And it's up to you to make them meaningful. All right, guys, that wraps it up for another episode of the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I hope you're enjoying all the episodes up until now. This is number eight, eight deep, guys. The Ocho. Please subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at IgnitedFF. Keep in mind, there's some takeaways on this one that I want you guys to think about throughout the week uh, about living in the present. While you're at work, while you're on duty, you've got to stay focused. You've got to stay focused because everything out there is trying to kill you. So you've got to be in the moment. You have to stay focused and be vigilant. And you can't do that when you're worried about past experiences or you have fears about the future you got to keep focused and in the game um, also another aspect of that is that I don't want you to take home these things that you see and the things that you're dealing with at work to your families don't take that stuff home to your families leave it outside the door um, living in the moment will help you do that because when you're at work be at work but when you're at home be at home don't be dwelling on some call that might have affected you and if it has affected you that much Find somebody to talk to about it. If it's your wife, that's great. If it's if it's a counselor, please do it. Talk it out. Get it out of your head. But as always, I, I'd love to invite you guys to join the Ignited Firefighters Facebook group. This is where firefighters and first responders can come together 
and share our experiences, perspectives, challenges, everything. By having these meaningful discussions, we can help define and support each other as we serve our communities. So I look forward to discussing ideas and topics like the one we talked about today with you inside the group. And until next time, own it and be hard to kill. EMS professional. You put your life on the line every day for others. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants, and you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies, and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. Do more. Be more. Be ignited. Hey,